Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick the Stick Keller, and with me is my co-host and best friend, Cody Crazy Eyes Lena. My eyes are so fucking crazy, but you can't tell because it's an audio medium. And we're here to talk about wrestling. Absolutely. We're going to figure out what is the best faction, wrestling faction. You'll get, we'll, you'll pick up the terminology quick enough of all time. Nick Keller, what criteria do we use when we decide who is the best wrestling faction of all time? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. Is it... Do you think when Macho Man was doing that voice that he, like, knew that that was going to be wrestling's voice for all time? I just think he was on a bunch of coke and that just happened to be what came out, man. He was so jacked up all the time. I don't think he was looking for his legacy at the time. I think he was just like, I just did a bump of coke. This is how I'm going to talk. If I don't, if I don't do this, the blood's going to come out of my nose and people are going to know. It's probably, I mean, like I have never done coke. No lie. Never done it. But I know that like one of the things that can happen is you like grit your teeth and you have to like watch yourself from like gritting your teeth too much. So I imagine it, I think you're onto something that he's like in between gritted teeth, just like trying to stop aneurysms, his <laughs> yeah. body. But like any, t- to this day, you all, you all just, you all just popped in and listened and knew the second I did that voice, you're like, oh, they're going to do wrestling. You may have not, <laughs> yes. I mean, sure. Maybe you also saw when you clicked in that it was wrestling faction stables, but you also were like, if you didn't, and we were just like hit and we just were the first, the next one up on your pod player. You were like, oh, they're going to do wrestling. And that's what we're here to do, folks. One thing, if you haven't gotten it from, from your boys, we do love ourselves some wrestling. Mm-hmm. We are, for those of you that aren't aware, are coming up on what is a wrestling fan's Christmas season. We are on the road to WrestleMania. <laughs> honk, honk, get on board. This bus is rolling straight to, where are they at, Tampa this year? Tampa, Tampa this year. let's go. They're going to allow live people into a stadium in Florida where it's already the wild west of COVID, baby. No rules, just right. For two nights. For two you nights. Thought they will hold the dubious honor of hosting the largest live event in America since the pandemic. And they were like, what if we did it for two nights? We're not here to talk about the perils and uh, the politics of it. We're here to about, talk about big, meaty men slapping meat. And we know that some of you, maybe many of you are not wrestling fans. And uh, we understand that. So we're going to try to do our best to continue to explain, talk about this in terms that we all understand and have some fun with it and, uh, and, have, some, and have some yuck yucks along the way. But here we are in group A, where we have the number one seed, the Nation of Domination, going up against the 16 seed, the Ministry of Darkness. And then we have the eight seed, the Shield, going up against the nine seed, the Authority. Great names. God, stables have to have a good name, don't they? Gotta have a good name. That's key. That's gotta be the first thing on the writing block before you even pick who's in it. You gotta have a name. You're you're literally Except just the Nation of Domination. They looked at who was in it and they're like, no, this is gonna be this is a, this is the black stable for the most part. These are all strong, big black men, and they came in with a fucking message. And they yeah. definitely dressed like Black Panthers because if there's one thing the WWE can't do, it's subtlety. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, though, wrestling's not at its best when it's at its most subtle. No. You kind of need it to be. It's 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 not a small small indie film where it's like, 
oh my gosh, did you see? Or, or you and the Godfather, like, did you notice that the camera angles were the exact same within these scenes? And it's just a little twitch of the eye when Fredo reveals his secret. <laughs> and it's like, that shit's cool and fine. <laughs> Not in wrestling. It gets yeah, lost okay. in the sauce. All right, uh, Dwayne, Dwayne, we need a little twitch of the eye. And then he does the rock eyebrow like up through the <laughs> roof. And they're like, perfect, subtle, subtle. Exactly the subtlety we wanted from you, the rock. If we're talking about the acting in the Nation of Domination. Let us know that it is responsible for the rock. It gave us the rock. Yes. Oh, and for non-wrestling fans, just, I just want to be clear. What a faction or stable is, it's essentially just a group of wrestlers. So it's And they all compete together. So bigger than a tag team, and that's really all you need to know. They work as a cohesive unit, yeah. Yes. They usually so, have a leader, yeah. Yep. Yeah, in many cases, it's a leader who's formed it to help them out or to protect them. So in this one, in the Nation of Domination, you have, as we've said, The Rock. This is The Rock's debut. He comes in with this unit. Big, meaty men, too. Everyone in this unit is huge. Huge, huge dudes. Fun fact for anyone who's a wrestling, who isn't a wrestling fan and just knows who The Rock is because... Well, he's our, your future president. One of my favorite things is that he was not liked. When <laughs> he, he comes in up, no. he and people liked. were like, fuck this dude. And then he joins the nation and domination becomes an asshole. And they're like, well, now hold on a second. That's my oh, boy. boy. Do that eyebrow thing again. Okay. 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 Talk about yourself in the third person. Say Rudy Pooh candy ass. Okay. I like this. I like this. Was candy ass. Okay. That's a question I've had for a while. Can of whoop ass makes a ton of sense to me. That's great. But, and is that, is that stone? Is that Steve Austin or is that? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Stone that's Cold. Steve's. Okay, pass. Okay, but candy ass is specifically the rocks. Was that a term we were saying or did he? I know, what does it even mean? I understand that's an insult. Like you candy ass, is it? But but it doesn't, okay. Like if someone came but up it to me also like, sounds like sexual harassment. Yeah, or like if, if someone says like, hey man, that guy over there just said you had a candy ass. I kind of like put it out and be like, thank you. Like, thank you. This is. I am. I mean, I got cake. No one's ever described it as right. candy ass, but I'll take it. But it's a, I mean, I know you're, you're implying that this is a weak person, but candy ass is such an interesting way to get to that point. And to, but to that point, it does work. It works. Put, as, it, it doesn't make sense though, because like, is candy weak? Candy's been taking kids down for generations, ruining teeth. teeth left and right. Yeah. I've never looked at candy and thought, look at that weak piece of shit. Yeah. Look at that weak ass candy. What in candy is okay. Wait, another question for you on this candy ass train before we talk about the Ministry of Darkness. I'm glad we're talking about an ass train. Let's go. Hard candy, soft candy. When you heard the term candy ass in your head, or, yeah, or, right? or is it an ass of candy? Because in my head, it's it's one Jolly Rancher. I guess, yeah, in my head, I'm ass thinking, thinking Jolly Rancher. I was thinking peppermints. Like for some reason, I had the red and white swirls like in my mind on that ass. But hey, hard the rock. Hey, The Rock, I, we, you know, we're, we're obviously going to try to bring in some new wrestling fans to this podcast. And hopefully, The Rock, I'm going to tweet at you a lot. So hopefully you get this. Um, <laughs> if you have a minute, I know you're busy. But I also know you're up at like 3 in the morning to, to deadlift uh, your house. And we'll house. talk to you while you're lifted. Yeah. So we'll just work around your schedule. In between sets, could you just tell us when you said the term candy ass, what was in your brain? That's all I'm wondering. I just want to know in your head, like I said, to me, it's a green Jolly Rancher ass. Cody's a peppermint ass. Where were you at? Laffy Taffy ass? Yeah. Something is that where the term, is that where the, do you think three, six mafia was listening? And they were like, they heard the term candy ass. They're like, girl, shake that Laffy Taffy. Well, here's the, okay. Two, two answers to your question. Do I think three, six mafia was listening to the rock? Yes, absolutely. I do. Do I think that's where that thing came from the song? No, I do not. But I do believe three, six mafia was very heavily influenced by Dwayne, the rock Johnson. We all let's, culture the rock comes out Dude, and culture okay. is not the same it's his, not his history 
I am a huge wrestling fan. If anyone knows me, I know I got, I can go deep into the lore. I can talk about anyone. You know, I can go with your Kenny Omegas. I can go old school Ric Flair. And if someone's asked me who's my favorite wrestler of all time, it's The Rock. How can you not pick The Rock? It, and it, it's one of those things too where it feels like when people are, you know, if you're talking about music, for instance, and if you were to be like, who's your favorite band? And you're like, The Beatles. You want to be like, okay, that's a fucking lame answer. Be like, but they did it the best. <laughs> like, there's no better. Like, sure, I could sit here and be like, um, actually, I'm like a super big fan. You probably wouldn't have heard this band. Um, they really only toured in like the uh, Pacific Northwest, mainly just three bars that would book them. Um, they're called the uh, Electric Peanuts. They're uh, great stuff, though. Honestly, great music. And you're like, all right, cool, cool, man. But it's like, no, they did it the best. They won. They won music. The Rock won wrestling. Yeah. Will and, Smith okay. wins acting, in my opinion. Yeah. In your no, opinion, Denzel. Okay. I'd maybe give it to Denzel. That's a different podcast. We'll get, we'll lock that. Set yeah, that aside. I'll keep we'll that away. Sorry, I'm giving okay, too many okay. spoilers for future episodes. Now, they're going up against some 16 seed Ministry of Darkness who did win the plan. You guys will learn about the plan in the future. But anyway, the Ministry of Darkness is, imagine a meth biker gang rolled out of a trailer park and they do satanic shit. There you go. Led by The Undertaker, who's a big meaty boy as well. I mean, I think for those of you who know, even tangentially know wrestling, you know The Undertaker. Yes. He, I mean, he he transcends, mostly because he is a, a, a demon-like undead figure. So he literally floats above our world and uh, and is a, is a deity that we all pray to. But the Ministry of Darkness, yes, Cody, I think you forgot the element. This is, when we talk about wrestling and the very silly nature of wrestling, in this group, we do have the undead god that is The Undertaker. Yep. You have three vampires because (laughs) one was not enough. Nope. You have one old vampire and two of his young vampire minions. And there's more ruffled shirts per capita in this fucking faction than in the history of wrestling. Yeah. And ruffles, lots of them, lots of rough. Well, you had to, how else were we going to know in that? This is what late nineties. Yeah. You have, I think interview of a vampire just came out. How are people going to know what vampires looked like? We hadn't had blade yet. I don't think. No. So we didn't have cool vampires. No, we, we had, had interview the vampire. Yeah, we only had frilly shirt vampires. That's all we knew. Society only had frilly shirt vampires. And then Blade was like, what if I wore tactical gear? And they were like, well, we never thought about it. Like, even the, actually, even I think the main vampire in Blade was a frilly shirt vampire. Yeah, the villain's always gotta be frilly shirt vampire. Like he's a frilly shirt vampire. And, and Blade was like, I'm are gonna- Are you wondering, okay, they're vampires. Does that mean they're evil? Yes. Yes, it does. They are all bad people. Everyone in the ministry is bad. Yeah. And it's one of those factions where it's like, so wrestling is not subtle, as we said before, but it's like usually to be a good faction, to have a good story, like the bad guys have, like the nation of domination was often considered bad guys, but you could see what drove them. You know, maybe they were doing it the wrong way, but their message was ideally a positive one. The Ministry of Darkness was not. They were trying to summon <laughs> Satan shit. Like, that's it. I <laughs> like, like, why do you try to, people out here trying to summon sh- Satan? First of I- all, what you gonna do when he shows up? Wrestle him. I or maybe he's the true leader. I love the idea that in wrestling, there's it's like this idea of like, well, we're gonna have to wrestle, we're gonna have to beat these 10 men and wrestle them to sacrifice them to Satan. But if we do so, we'll get him. And then and the thing is, what what that sounds ridiculous, but as a wrestling fan, you're like, Do you think they'll get all 10? Do you think we're gonna get Satan? Do you think they're gonna what if they open the forbidden gate by beating these 10 men in a wrestling match? And you're and you are 
in. And it's one of like, when wrestling's great, it's great. When it's not, it's not. But it is, but it's stuff like this where you're just like, that is hands down saying it out loud, the dumbest thing I've ever said. But if I'm watching it, I'm like, well, hold on, give it a minute. <laughs> let's see how this plays out. Well, let's not just discredit it just because. <laughs> what, what's uh, it, like, if say, what if, but what if, but what if Satan does show up when they pin him? You don't want to watch and see what happens. Yeah, Satan you're like, that'd be fucking dope. And then, and then the rest of the company has to stop them from summoning Satan. It's it it's, builds. This is this is basic story writing. It's not hard. It writes itself, and that's how you know you got a good faction on your hands, boys. I do think the one thing about like usually a good a good mold for a faction or a stable is like usually you want to be kind of in the four to five guys range. You, yeah. you really you can't Ministry of Darkness though three vampires one undead. You had the Undertaker. You yeah. then have Mabel who in himself is five people. Uh, Mabel's just, Mabel's the biggest dude who, I, that's gotta be a world record then. If he, if his, if he could do a moonsault, a, you know, off of the rope, a, a backflip essentially off of a rope and, and land that. And he's it's, over 400 pounds. So you have yeah. him. Then you have uh, JBL and Farouk who are- Giant boys. Massive hunks of men. Um. You have so what there you already have seven seven people that's like and that's like four thousand pounds a man in that ring. I like the I don't fact even that know Mabel, how you keep the story going between all of them. It's like Mabel you, joined the Ministry of Darkness. This is another lack of subtlety. You joined the Ministry of Darkness, like Mabel's not a good name. We need something that's you know gets the point across that you're in the Ministry of Darkness. What about Viscera? Yeah, okay, yeah, that'll do. That, that'll do. That's a disgusting name. We'll take it. Oh my god. I with all of that being said. And I love, I love when wrestling gets weird. It, it, that's the part that's fun about it. In the same way that in any soap opera, when that, when all of a sudden a witch shows up to town and you're like, well, wait a second, what are we doing here with that witch? We're, ele- we're introducing that element to this whole thing. All right, keep it going. I'm, yeah. I'm in. I gotta go. I, it's nation of domination, man. It's the rock. It's got, it's the rock. It's the birth it's the of rock. the rock. You gotta love it. And if you are a wrestling fan and you take yourself too seriously that you can't appreciate the absurdity of the Ministry of Darkness, then get I don't up. know if I'd call you a wrestling fan. Yeah, go home. I just don't know if I could. All right, next up we have the eight seed, the shield going up against the nine seed, the authority. One of the fun moments where we actually have seen this play out. This was yep. just, this was a real thing that happened in wrestling. The shield was a group of uh, three wrestlers. This is a, our more a common era. So you have Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, now John Moxley and Seth Rollins, three dudes who were, who just decided to be like, show up one day and say, you know what? We run shit now. That's what we do. And they did for like six years. And it was awesome. It was one of the most, in recent history, it's like one of the best booked stables of all time. So they won everything or not. I guess they never, they themselves never won the big title. They, I know they were tag team champions. Dean Ambrose was the longest running. It still is the longest running US title, but they never won the big one, right? Not until they broke but they it. were there to, wasn't that their whole thing is that they're like, we're here to protect the title because y'all aren't doing a good job with it. Well, that doesn't matter. So when the shield did break up, they, Seth Rollins went and joined the authority. The authority is basically if your boss fancied himself a wrestler, but actually wasn't. They just came around and made decisions to piss everybody off. It was, I think, how's the word to put the authority? God, they sucked, didn't they? They're, it's, I mean, it's your, I mean, that's, you're exactly right, Cody. It is literally if your boss went on an ego trip and yeah. not only wanted to be your boss, but then 
Because the thing about the authority was, is that you have essentially the boss of the WWE or who's, or what they call the general manager, which was Triple H. And he can just do whatever he wants. He can schedule anything. So it'd be like your bot, like you yourself are like, maybe, you know, you're, you're a shift supervisor, your middle management, you already have your own shit going on that you're busy doing. And it's your boss constantly walking in and telling you what you're going to do that day. That has nothing to do with your job. And you're like, wait, why do, why do I have to clean out the toaster? I don't want to clean we, the toaster. I know you got promotions coming up. I need you to promote Eric. Eric is sh- shit. Eric is the worst. I got this guy named Daniel. Daniel Bryan is awesome. He would be perfect for the job. He would be the best. Like he's arguably the best I've ever seen do this. Are you sure you don't want? No, we got to promote Eric. It's got to be Eric. It's got to be Eric. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say this, but like, I'm getting calls from people outside telling me Daniel Bryan's the man. Like they're going to burn down the building. We don't hire him for this job. No, it's got to be Eric. It's got to be Eric. Eric. That's what the authority is. Yes. And you on uh, the nose with that one? A little too on the nose. (laughs) It's a little inside baseball. I think the thing that's, the thing that's crazy about the shield is that they were always wet, mad wet. That was like the wettest group in history. We'll we'll get there in a second. I do want to talk about the wetness, but one thing is, there are very few professions in the world where three men, big men, can show up in tactical gear. These guys wore SWAT gear. <laughs> That's what they wore. They wore SWAT gear to the ring. That was their attire. There are very few professions, I would say none, actually, where if three men show up in SWAT gear, everyone's just like, normal. Pretty standard stuff here, huh? <laughs> like if three, Cody, you're at your job. You're at your job, you're slinging beers. You know, yeah. you're about, you're just, you're asking for a couple kegs off the, uh, you know, off the pallets or whatever. Three huge men show up in tactical SWAT gear and start telling you how, how to run shit. I'd listen. Go. I would listen to them. That's Heck. for sure. Also in my, I've been watching wrestling my whole life. Ain't no one ever pulled out a gun in a wrestling ring. <laughs> Why are they all wearing bulletproof vests? What are those vests for? <laughs> I've never, I've actually never had that thought. Legitimately, the amount of people who will wear bolt professors, you're like, is there a threat we don't know about? Yeah, like, what do you know that I don't know? I mean, tell me, Roman Reigns, why are you wearing a bulletproof vest? I mean, I, I guess bulletproof vest still, you know, still stop a punch too. Bulletproof vest, apparently, though, not great at knives. No. Also, not you knives, not used enough in wrestling rings either. <laughs> Coward. How come there's never been a knife or a gun pulled out in a no disqualification match? Answer me that. The rules are no disqualification. Why? Just you don't have to use it. Just scare someone with it. Just check off's gun. No, if you, if you can pull it out, you better use it. Actually, that yeah. is a fact. <laughs> That's the one. If it comes out from under the the ring, it's getting used. We gotta move the shield on though. The authority sucked eggs. Well, it's your boss. Yeah, you don't want to fucking vote for your boss. You wanna, yeah. It's, if you vote for the authority, you are the authority. But the worst thing about the authority is like they were your boss. So uh, instantly they're bad guys. They were in the, on the show. You're supposed to hate them just like you hate your boss. It's great. But in wrestling, the bad guys are supposed to lose. That's supposed to be cathartic. You're supposed to be like, oh, look at the authority. They're going to lose. That's why I hate them so I can be happy when they finally lose. But they win. They, yeah, they never won. They don't lose. <laughs> it's, it, is, it is actually maybe the most realistic portrayal of the American workplace where you're like, one day people are going to see how shitty my boss is, that he's stealing money from the company, that uh, she's hiring nepotistically, that like all of these people, like that you're like, they're going to get caught. There's no way you can run a company like this and it be successful and that it work. And yet somehow, and I think we all have those jobs where you're like, huh, so you're they're still promote- getting promotions, huh? You're going to promote Eric. <laughs> yeah. 
they still so still uh so randy still gets a lot of shine even though he hasn't done anything good for over 10 years <laughs> but uh glad glad to see randy's still getting some opportunities yeah we'll get a lock in the shield shields moving on our three wet boys oh and let's versus- talk about how wet these boys are they were Cody. constantly dripping and i say this out of concern and we they make- came they came out of the crowd so they when their entrance music hit they wouldn't come off the ramp like everyone else they come out of the crowd out of the stands because that's how fucking are- cool they were just as they a reminder cool. cool people don't come out the the main entrance that you're used to the ramp the coolest wrestlers for anyone who's not aware and you're watching wrestling for the first time ever if you see someone come out from the crowd that's the coolest person that is cool that's That's the best one but where are they getting so wet out there when we're talking about wet too you should just these are we're not saying that from like the neck down they're wet it's that these men all had incredibly good hair great hair long flowing locks that at some point they would go to the bathroom, who knows, and just run their hair under a sink for like 10 minutes and just yeah, get it. Wrestling hair is wet. often wet. Wrestling hair is often wet. I understand that. But these guys were wet. very wet, significantly wet. It's something that the first time I showed someone Seth Rollins, the first thing they said was like, why is his hair so wet? <laughs> and you just wet. have to be like, I don't. Man, if you're going to start, if that's the question you want to start with on wrestling, you're not going to make it far. If you took a picture of both these groups and put it on an album cover, I would think it was a boy band. <laughs> I'm trying to think. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of the music that comes out of a, co- a collab between The Shield. If I didn't know anything, if you like, you could definitely t- take a picture of The Shield not in like their tactical or in their tactical gear, put it on an album cover. If I didn't know wrestling and like play me a boy band song that has like three boys singing it, like a Backstreet Boys song that's really heavy in the three guys. And I didn't know about them either. They'd be like, this is them. I'm like, okay, I believe it. You could do the same with like Nation Domination with like Boys to Men or some shit. I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it. <laughs> this makes me want to have a new, you like the, you know those YouTube series where it's like teens react? Yeah. I want to just like see how many times you could convince someone that if we took a wrestling stable and we played a music. We played music from a band from like the '90s. Yeah. And if we were like, "Hey, they made that," how many times kids would be like, "That lines up"? <laughs> I think. I or think they would be like, "I don't. That doesn't make any sense." These. I don't see when I look at a Dean Ambrose, John Moxley, uh, Seth Rollins, a Roman. R- I don't. Is it weird that I don't think that they're good singers? Is that rude? Is that mean to say? Yeah. I don't I see w- any of them and see silky voices. I can't. I my my mind's eye doesn't work that way. Voices for me are always so hard to pick so i can't see that but i don't think that makes you a bad person yeah it does i'm just assuming people aren't as talented as maybe they are but then again i don't know i guess now i don't know if i could look at someone and tell you if i thought they were a good singer either that's fair another question i have with the shield nation nomination why pick three boys when you could have 10 boys man we just talked about it's too many boys (laughs) there's just too many boys to keep track of and what do all these boys do three of them became vampires at some point the rule of wrestling is once a stable reaches past five people, one the vampires start to get introduced. Something's got to happen to keep something's going to, or, or I will say any mythical creature. Like one of the storylines slowly becomes like the sixth guy is like, I think he's a werewolf. <laughs> what? And they're, and then they have to have like a, then they'll have a, a full moon match. I like how wrestling has its cake and eats it too. They're like, yeah, this is real. We're real. This is real out here. Respect also, us. no one bats an eye when Gangrel shows up with a vampire fangs. 
Like, yeah, that too. Bring yeah, that. the Undertaker was. Yeah, he was. He died and was resurrected, and that's his brother Kane, who died. In, oh, didn't who die. But maybe murdered in a fire. Who he maybe murdered in a fire. Yeah, this and is now, standard stuff. And he's mad and wants to kill him. You're like, that's a good motivation. That's, and you're like, that's. I'll take that too. A lot of wrestling is like, hey, I don't like you because you kind of called me a bad name. And they're like, well, I fucking meant it when I said it. And they're like, oh, I'm going to kick your ass for that. That's a lot of wrestling. But sometimes wrestling is like, I'm a vampire. <laughs> I think we got to lock in Nation of Domination though, right? I mean, the hardest part here is like, it's The Rock. It's The Rock. How do you beat The Rock? It's literally The Rock. This is tough though, because The Shield's like the coolest thing that came out in the last 10 years. I mean, that, and, and you look at it too, you, out of this group, I mean, the one thing that would be different here, if we can get a little inside baseball, is like those of the nation of domination, to be honest, I, the only thing that stands out to me is the rock. Like it's the rock. And I know they were, they lasted longer than him and all these things, but it's the rock. Yeah. The shield though, those three boys go on to be the best boys. They are currently all three. It's one of the very rare times it feels like in wrestling where by breaking up the stable, which ever, which is going to happen universally you can't have these you can't have these boys hang out forever they all uh, went on to be big deals on their own they're all the best they're yeah. all the best and so like for me i think and also to to be fair my bias is going to show here this is when i came back to wrestling i was a little boy and i watched wrestling and i loved it and then someone told me it was fake and it hurt my feelings and i left and then my best friend cody lena came to me <laughs> cody crazy eyes lena came to me and was like you should watch wrestling and i was like i'm not a fucking nerd and he was like dude this shit's dope <laughs> the shit roll fucking and i was bang, like dude. oh it does that's about as much convincing as it usually takes me from cody <laughs> hey this is actually cool and i'm like oh i got i got free time hell yeah i mean okay i'm not gonna nation domination it is the rock it is we got farouk i'm just gotta do it i gotta do it i i understand i mean, i i get it but i for me like i said to me the shield was like i i join wrestling the night well i guess technically i wasn't there for the shield but i was there the night of the betrayal yeah one of the we best all, the, the chair shot heard around the world yeah okay seth rollins turns well, we his back on his the only brothers. way we know how nick keller and that's by nick the stick keller and that's by turning to the american voting coin why did that why did i i started that intro without you knowing i was going to do that mm -hmm. and yet i so i could have given myself any other new name yeah but yet for some reason, why did I stick with the one that you just randomly gave me? As can I find to be okay. offensive? Nick, as was made clear by all of your comments this episode, me just saying this is cool is enough for you to just do stuff. Clearly, I live in your head rent-free your entire <laughs> life. So that's probably <laughs> hey, why. Hey, we're going to start calling you the stick. I don't like that. And I think it's pretty cool. All right. <laughs> okay. Bye. I'm Nick the stick. All right. So we have, as Cody mentioned, the American Voting Coin of 2004, as found on random.org. We have facing up George Bush, which means on the other side is John Kerry. Low seed gets to pick, which is me with the eight seed in the shield. I'm going to go John Kerry, because I think maybe he should have called in the shield to back up his presidential run, help, help defend him. Maybe we'd be in a different world now. George Bush. Fucking Bush. All right, so that means nation domination led by Dwayne The Rock Johnson will be in the final four. Number one seed. Gotta love it when the number one seed gets through. All right. That is it, folks. Thank you so much for listening to Friendly Competition. If you like what you're hearing, tell a friend. That's the number one thing. Share this with a friend. You, everyone, everyone in your, you have someone in your life that is a wrestling fan. You know who we're, you know exactly who I'm talking about. Don't, not me. Don't send it to me. I know oh, yeah. about it. 
Yeah, please don't. We, Cody doesn't need to hear himself. But get, you know what? Share this one with that wrestling fan in your life. Say, hey, I know these good boys. And they talk about that, that wrestling thing you like. Send it on over to them. They'll love it. So do that for us. And we'd appreciate it. Wherever you're listening to this, follow, subscribe, uh, rate and review. All those things are incredibly helpful as well. Absolutely. And while you're on the internet, make sure you follow us on all of our social media accounts. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Just look up at Friendly Comp Pod. If you have an idea for a whole season, this is a fan submitted season. We forgot to say. Oh, shit. Shit. Fucking tit ass. And we, we've been holding on to this one too, strictly to get us for WrestleMania. WrestleMania. If you have an idea for a season, just like Tom sent in, Tom, our good old boy, Email those to us at friendlycompetitionpodcast at gmail.com or you can send them to us through our website. Just go to friendlycompetitionpodcast.com, go to submit or contact, and it is there. As always, shout out to Charizard for that intro and outro music. If you want to hear more of their stuff, head on over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard, replace the vowels with sixes. That is it for us, folks. Group B going to drop on Wednesday. But until then, I've been Nick the Stick Killer. And I'm crazy. Yeah. See you on the boat.